As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. This is the Supernaturally Paid Podcast, where all faith-based entrepreneurs come to get everything that they need about how to thrive in business, how to not worry about money, and how to trust God more than they trust their bank account. I am your host, Raven Hoquet. Let's get into the episode. Today, we're going to talk all about God friends. We're going to talk about the role of God friends on your journey to being supernaturally paid. So I wanted this to be God friends part one, because of course I'm going to have Tiff on here and her and I are going to do part two. Yes, I had my sister email marketing John on here. We talked a whole lot about email marketing and people basically not reaching the territory that God wants to connect them with because they won't do things like sending out emails. They won't mm -hmm. get uncomfortable. They won't step outside of their comfort zone to, you know, do different things when it comes to marketing to really get out there. Mm -hmm. And so one of the subjects that kept coming up was that word in Proverbs that talks about how iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's so powerful that we just start with that because I was saying to them, I said, your friends and who you're surrounding yourself with, what group chats you're in, what events you're going to, who you're traveling with, like all of these things literally factor into your supernaturally paid journey. Yes. And when I talk about God friends, I feel like it's really important to touch on the meaning of that, because I think people feel like when you say God friends is something that means like, God got to speak to you in your dream and say, you need to be friends with this person. And, right. you know, it's kind of like all awkward because I've had that where people almost like try to force themselves on me like, oh, you know, God told me I need to be connected, you know, to more people <laughs> like you. And so we know it goes on. Right. Like it gets very weird because I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, when it's God doing it, it just flows. It doesn't feel forced. We're not going out on coffee and tea lunches trying to force a conversation like it literally just flows when it's somebody that God has placed in your life and Absolutely. I want to go a little bit deeper though and talk about how 
where you start might not necessarily be your final destination. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just give y'all a little bit of background. Kristen and I met way back in college. This is not like, oh, I met you as an entrepreneur. I met you in church on a choir. No, (laughs) no. Absolutely not. No, we did that. <laughs> we met at the turn up. Okay. Like <laughs> we met at the turn up. Like I said, we met in college. So we were very young. You know, most of us, including yourselves, you're not the same person now today that you were in college. Right. So when we met in college, I feel like even though we had the same major, we didn't necessarily have like a lot of like classes together. No. Like it was kind of a situation that it was like, okay, because we have the same major. I see you in passing because we're Mm -hmm. in the same building and, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. But we both were doing like a lot of great things in college with internships. And I remember Kristen interned in China and Mm -hmm. then I interned in New York under BET. And so, you know, you would know of each other's name, like through things like that. But it still was never, oh, I'm connected to her. It was just, oh, she's dope. You know, she's doing dope stuff. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward to when we graduated and got out of college you know, we were in the PR world. And so being in a PR world, being in the beginning of that world, we were trying to like, just figure out how can we get our companies out there? How can we get our name out there? So going to different conferences that led to us traveling together. And then it kind of was this thing where when it came to PR, we knew that it was like the four of us, it was right. me and Kristen, <laughs> yeah. Kristen's business partner, my business partner. And I think a couple of times we had like interns, like tagging along and, you know, it was just like this, just whole entire like adventure. And when I say we had some very good times that we're like, very- not going to put, you know, on Instagram or whatever, but we had some very good times. And yeah. I think that the beautiful thing about God is that he will not allow you to meet your God people too mm-hmm. soon or too late. And I want to run that back. Like God will not allow you to meet your God people too soon or too late. So I want to just touch on that a little bit because, you know, Kristen, and I'm sure she'll get into this, but Kristen grew up in church. Mm-hmm. I didn't really grow up in church. So like, I mean, it was kind of like when my parents were married, like we went to church, but when my parents split up, when I was like, maybe like seven, eight years old, like we stopped going to church because, you know, church was like a big us thing. So when it changed to just being us and my mom and us and my dad and my dad moving, you know, back to Philly, it really just drastically changed things. And of course, seven years old is like very young. That's not really like old enough for things to be like very heavily ingrained into you in a certain way in most cases I'm not gonna say all cases but in most cases yes I'm from Baltimore I need somebody on your page to ask (laughs) but you know that's not really a whole lot of time so I grew up believing in God I grew up knowing that God was real but I didn't know anything about speaking in tongues I didn't know anything about praying in tongues I didn't know anything about anointing oil I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit, like you would hear stuff, but it's like, what's really going on? Like, I didn't know anything about that. Like I remember in high school, like y'all, like it's embarrassing like now, but like at the time, like, yeah. Yeah. In high school, I had went to church with one of my then friends and there was this guy that like got up and he was like talking about his addiction and like Mm. how God delivered him from his addiction. And he started like running around the church, like doing laps. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with him? Like, it was the weirdest thing to me at the time 
because yeah. I just didn't understand how the Holy Spirit could just come and just take over like that. Like mm-hmm. I had never seen that. I had never heard of that. If I did hear about it, I probably heard that it was people like doing it and it was like really faking. Like it wasn't, you know, no real thing. Like I just was like, this cannot be real. Like why is he like running around this whole entire church in circles like this? Like they finna call the police. So this is my mind, right? You know, my immature mind in Christ. This is yeah. how I'm thinking. So I remember fast forward years later, 2017, Things had already evolved in Kristen and I's relationship, but we still weren't where we were now. It wasn't like, oh, we're praying together every month. And if you have a prayer request, you know, you can call me. I know I can call you. Like it wasn't that type of thing. So 2017, we went to this conference together. It was a business conference a little bit, but mainly it was a spiritual conference slash experience. Mm -hmm. And so I remember Cindy Trim was there and everybody was like, oh my God, like, Cindy Trim and this and that. And I was just looking like feeling so left out because I'm like, (laughs) who is Cindy? Like, and not in a place, you know, not from a arrogant, like who does she think she is? But I really had no idea who that was. And a part of me was like, okay, should I kind of be acting like, oh, I kind of heard of her a little bit. Like, (laughs) but I literally knew nothing about this lady. Like I had never heard of her. I had never listened to any of her podcasts. I had never watched any of her YouTubes. I had never heard her pray. Like, I didn't know nothing about nothing as far as like what was going on with this lady. But people kept saying, when Cindy Trump hits the stage, it's going to go down. Like, when Cindy Trump hits the stage, you might fall down. You might fall out. Like, people are telling me about all these things that might take place that I've never experienced in taking place. And Mm -hmm. Cindy Trump got up there. She started talking, y'all. And it was just a feeling that came over me that I never have felt before. Like, I mean, still to this day, it is an undescribable feeling. Like, I felt chills. Like, mm. I know for a fact I wasn't the same leaving out of that room. I wasn't the okay. same after I walked up to that stage and sold that $1,000 seed. Like, mm-hmm. things drastically changed in my life. And I wanted to share that example that God doesn't reveal your God friends to you too soon or too late because even though Kristen grew up in church she never looked down on me and said you don't even know who Cindy Trump is what like how you gonna lead a prayer call and you don't even know how to pray in tongues or she didn't come into my space and be like throwing a bible at me or you know doing just all these different things like it was literally just a situation that really just flowed and so Fast forward the next year to 2018, we're at the Prosper Conference that I hosted. And mind you, the conference that I sold the $1,000 seed at is actually where God gave me like the whole vision and the whole entire foundation for the Prosper Conference. So Kristen is at the Prosper Conference. And prior to us actually starting the actual conference, because she wasn't there as like a guest. I knew like, this is my God friend. I need you to have my back in the spirit type thing. So I'm telling her, I'm like, hey, you know, Tiff is about to come to my room and we're getting ready to pray. I don't even think you had met Tiff in person at that time. Yeah, I was going to say, I think y'all had like maybe knew of each other and stuff (laughs) like that, but it wasn't a situation where like y'all had met. But Tiff was coming as well as my sister, you know, that was having my back. And so Tiff has said like, you know, before we get like in a room with all these people, I want to just come and pray for you. And I just want to like cover you. So Mm -hmm. I remember 
it was like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm like, sis, <laughs> are we doing this in the morning or right? You know, like we've been to do it now. Like what's going on? So she's like, oh, I'm still coming calm as ever. When y'all like meet Tiffany on here tomorrow or Tuesday, whenever she coming, you're going to see like her demeanor is just like, she is always unbothered. Like yeah. that's literally like <laughs> one of my favorite things about her. So <laughs> Tiffany is like, oh, I'm still coming. You know, it's cool. So maybe about 30 minutes later, she comes and she's in a room. I don't even tell her that like Kristen is here. Mm-hmm. I don't tell her that Kristen is like <laughs> down the hall. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally say, hey, my friend Kristen from college is here. You know, do you mind if she comes down here and she prays with us? And so Tiffany is like, oh, you know, of course. Remember, this is unbothered Tiff. Tiffany is like, mm, of course, you know, tell her to come down. So I'm texting Kristen. Mind you, Kristen had already told me I'm about to go in my room. I got to do this work. Like you were doing something for like, I don't know. It was like a master's something. It was something that you were doing that you had to submit. And it was like really late. And we knew that we had to wake up at like eight o'clock in the morning the next day. So Kristen is like, oh, you know, like I'm doing this assignment, but I can come. I could literally, as I like hit send on the text, could see her like running down the hall and like, getting ready to like come in here and basically like go off, you know, on this prayer session with us. So Kristen comes down the hallway and we come in. It's the three of us inside of my room at the Westin Hotel here in Dallas. Literally like the Westin Hotel is like a mile from like my showroom. It's like literally like right there. And when I tell y'all, we just started going in. Like I prayed like I had never prayed before. I had an experience that I had never experienced before. I never had somebody just laying hands on me like that. And the fact that so many things that took place during that prayer session, so many words have come to pass. I remember Tiffany and Kristen laying hands on me and telling me that God was going to open up my womb. They were talking like he was going to do it tomorrow. And I was like a little confused because I'm like, well, you know, me and my husband, I mean, not husband at the time, me and my boyfriend you know, are not married. This is just my boyfriend. So I'm like, "Mm, I don't know, you know, what's going on. I don't know what they're talking about. I was literally married like six weeks later and I was pregnant three and a half months later. My son will be three in November. So it's just amazing how just all these things like transpired from Mm -hmm. that experience. But I know Kristen, I want to pass the mic over because I know I've been like talking a lot. (laughs) I know that both of us have also had some experiences with having to let people go as we've embraced, you know, our God friends and things like that. So if you could just kind of like touch on that and just talk about like what that experience has been like for you. Yeah. So first and foremost, I think that one thing I will say is many are called, but few are chosen. The difference between the ones that are called and the ones that are chosen is the yes, right? And a lot of people that are called never gave God a yes. And so I think that that is where I had to find a solid tribe of people that I could not, that wasn't in it for like even the journey. I've never been that type of woman. And it's not because I'm special or different. I think that God had just called me to do something. And I was so focused on doing what I was supposed to do that I was mm-hmm. really other people, but I would praise the success of the people around me because I knew that they were doing what they were called to do too. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I think that for me, it became a place of, are you called? Or are you chosen? And, mm-hmm. and the block is the ones that I want to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not to be funny, but it's because the chosen has gone through something. Like mm-hmm. when you mm. 
gone through something. You have birthed out something. You know, you got these welts and you got these bruises and you got these marks. You know what I'm saying? Like you've gone mm-hmm. through. And those are the type of people I want to read around because I know that you're going to stand when all else fails, right? Mm-hmm. When, the, when the storm comes, you're going to stand and you have a foundation to stand. Mm-hmm. And it's important to me to surround myself around those type of women and men because of the fact that I don't like just in real life, you don't want no flip flop folk. You know what I'm saying? You don't right. know. And that for me, I'm all about, you know, anything about me. I'm about like core values. You know, like what are your core values? What are your boundaries? All those type of things. And I'm big on three of my core values, you know, which is loyalty, which is respect, which is integrity. And so I want people around me that have just that. And mm-hmm. when I prayed, it was crazy because I was praying, you know, for God to just send me better friends, you know, good friends that are where I am. Because of the point of it, like you can have a good friend, but if they're mentally not where you are, they're not the good friend for you, right? You could be a good friend, but if you're not on my level, like mentally, if you're not on my level spiritually, (laughs) okay, have a conversation about the book of Acts. If I can't call, have a conversation about that I am down and out. And you, all you do is pour into me about what God says. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the type of friends that I need around me, not just in a season of my life, but the long term. And so I think that for me, it was me understanding the importance of friendship, but then understanding the importance mm-hmm. of God friend, right? And the friend that really is going to, like, you could shoot a text and be walking into a doctor's appointment. I need you to pray, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, stop everything you're doing. Like, Right now, please. And I need you to go in for me. I need you to go in for me, you know? And like, even for that, like, those are the type of friends that you won't second guess are sitting there and praying for you, you know? And not to be biased that, you know, you got to be an entrepreneur, but most of my friends are entrepreneurs and they can literally drop everything. Like we have calls for the last three years on a Friday or mostly on a Friday. Five and six hour. Literally like last hour call. (laughs) half hours like just to be able to everything you're doing and give that much time to God and your friends is so important you know and so when you think about your God friends I would highly recommend you to think about who are the ones that are called because there are two different people there are people that are called but they have not said yes to the assignment so they do not Mm. become chosen and the chosen friends my child right and the chosen people are the people that I want to be around because we are going to stand up and say, this is what we're called to do. This is my assignment on this earth and whatever I'm doing, this is my mountain that I'm called to, right? And mm. when my tribe knows that we're moving mountains, we're going to certain places and we're walking into new territory and because God sends us there. You know, we ain't no people that's out here scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. The different type of energy when you got God friends, because you know- yep. And I'm walking into places and I'm protected. I'm walking to places and I'm covered. I'm walking. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I go into alternative schools. I go into juvenile justice centers. And you best believe I got some anointed oil in my hand because I'm covered. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's that type of energy that we bring into a God friendship. That is, mm-hmm. it's all about being called and being chosen. Yeah. I love how you just talked about being chosen because I believe like, If we allow God, he will choose our friends for us. Mm -hmm. But I think so often we kind of just like feed into this whole A1 since day one and this and that. And, you know, I've been friends with this person. We go way back to here and you literally don't have the room to let the people in that God wants to bring in because you're so focused on holding on to these people that God has been giving you signs 
over and over and over again that these people don't need to be in your life. I saw a post yesterday that was super powerful. I think I actually shared it with you and Tiff on Mm -hmm. Facebook when a guy was talking about like his financial situation and stuff like that. And I thought it was so powerful when he talked about how if you don't have three friends, I believe the exact number was if you don't have three friends that you can borrow $5,000 from, Mm -hmm. then you need to get like a circle of new friends. (laughs) And so I was like talking to my husband about it. And I said, wow, babe, I said, it feels good that we can both individually say that we actually have three friends each (laughs) that, Mm -hmm. you know, we can pretty much borrow $5,000 from if we need to. It definitely went viral. So it's probably more people that are going to watch this replay that saw it. But what I thought was even more powerful is I thought about that from a spiritual and faith standpoint. And Mm -hmm. I thought to myself, I said, wait a minute, I don't just have three friends that I can call and I can borrow $5,000 from. I have three friends that I can call and I can get some scriptures from. Mm -hmm. I have three friends that I can call and they will pull up and lay hands on me if Mm -hmm. I need them to. I have three friends that I can call and they will intercede for my marriage. I have three friends that I can call and they will intercede for my son like it's their son. I have Mm -hmm. three friends that I can call when I'm worried and they will speak 1 Peter 5, 7 over me. I have three friends that I can call when I can't even pray. There's been times that I've been on that prayer call with Kristen and Tiffany. I didn't told y'all how dark sometimes 2019 was for me, the beginning of 2020, going through a high risk pregnancy with my son. Mm-hmm. It's been times I've got on that call and they said, what are your prayer requests? And I would say, I don't even know. I'm mm. so angry right now. I'm so frustrated right now. I'm so sad right now. I can't even find the words to yeah. even ask God. You need friends that know how to intercede on your behalf when mm-hmm. you cannot even find the words. This is why it's so important that you are not just the only powerful person in your circle. See, some yeah. of y'all, You want so badly to be the Sarah Jakes Roberts of your friends. You want so badly to be the Priscilla Stryer of your friends. You don't want nobody else in your friend's circle to have a weapon. That's not no good circle, y'all. Because coming from where we come from, like Kristen said, you know, we not scared, you know, like we came up a certain way, like don't try to pull up, okay? Like it's like, it could be that. But friends that can fight for you in a spiritual realm Mm -hmm. is way more powerful than a friend that can hit you over the head in a physical round. My friends that can fight for me in the physical are no match for Mm -hmm. my friends that can fight for me in the spiritual realm. In fact, they got a bow when it comes to my friends that's in the spiritual realm Mm -hmm. who can fight for me like that when I'm really going through real warfare and they can call up on God for me. Like this is a different type of thing. And I think too, like we have to stop being caught up and what God friends look like. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we're so busy feeling like, well, that person don't talk how I talk or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really roll like how I roll. Like, mm, I don't really know about them or like how people talk about Russell Wilson, even though he shows his wife so much honor. We say they are square. I don't yeah. really like a square, a square in the war room. Your yeah. friend who doesn't even know how to pray is a square. Your mm-hmm. friend <laughs> who don't even talk to God is a square. Let's right. talk about what squares are. Your right. friend that's calling on all of these other worldly gods and these things mm-hmm. that don't have nothing on Jesus Christ. Your friend is a square. Your mm-hmm. friend that's following all of these trendy things that right. are new age that right. you shouldn't be following as a Christian. Baby, you are a square. Period. Mm-hmm. Your friend 
who basically goes along with what people do and what people say because it's cool, who's mm-hmm. scared to say Jesus, who's scared mm-hmm. to, to really talk about the God that they serve, who's bowing down and saying the universe and crediting all these other things that right. ain't God, all right. these things that God create. That's a square. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you it was Jesus every time. And I'm every- not worried about nobody checking me. I'm right. not worried about nobody hitting me. I'm not worried about nobody pulling up on me. Like I'm mighty in the spirit. God mm-hmm. knows that I can do it in the physical. So I know he's not going to have nobody playing with me like that. Right. But right. he sent me sisters that are the same exact way. Yeah. And that's powerful to me. That's lit to me. That's amazing to me. Yeah. I don't take that for granted. I don't care what time of day it is. I don't mm-hmm. care how long. I literally schedule what is going on around the prayer. Like, because I already be knowing this is not a game. Like, yeah, we can rate me six hours. We can rate me seven. Like, it's like, it's- I already know that. This episode is brought to you by the God Pays Me Masterclass. Y'all, this masterclass is everything that faith-based entrepreneurs need that have been struggling with worrying about money and overcoming the spirit of poverty. All you have to do is go to the show notes and hit that link and download it and it will be sent to you instantly. But, you know, I know for a fact my sisters and myself is going to need that type of time. And so for me to be able to say, first of all, to be in entrepreneurship where I could do that, because what job are you going to call and say, I think I need about seven hours today. Like, this is not, yeah, we're going to give what you needed to give. Like, it's just not mm-hmm. going to happen. So I'm just very blessed to have that. I'm very grateful to be obedient to Christ when he lets me know that it's certain people that need to be removed, you yes. know, from my life. And I'm just very thankful that no matter what goes on, I know for a fact that I have friends, real friends that are actually interceding for me on my behalf and not afraid to call me out because Mm -hmm. there's been times that I've needed to be called out like lovingly sometimes and other times in a tough way. Like, no, sit down. I need to tell you this. Let me talk to you real quick. This is what God said. You need to do this. And you also have to be in a space of being humble enough to take advice from your God friends. They may not be in the same season as you within Mm -hmm. that certain thing. Like there's been things that Chris and Tiff have told me about motherhood. Am I going to really sit here and say, well, you're not qualified to tell me that advice. That's not true. This is my God friend. It's going to be plenty of things that God is going to tell them that he might not even tell me. I'm not in the education industry the way that Kristen is, but there's going to be things that God is going to tell me to Mm -hmm. relate to her. So Mm -hmm. imagine her telling me why you can't tell me that because you don't have a degree in that. You don't know that your background is not in that. You have to understand that with those God friends, it's bigger than getting on Instagram and being hype and saying that we're God friends. It's bigger than saying, God put this person into my life. You have to walk the walk the same way that when you give your life to Christ, right? Mm-hmm. When you get saved, this is the beginning. This yeah. is not, okay, I gave my life to God. I'm going to go turn up and do whatever I want to do. This is when it starts. Yeah. This is when that journey really, really, really does start for you. Yeah. I wanted to answer this girl about how do you guys found conferences to attend? So when I was younger, I used to be conference hungry, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a term, but what it means to me 
is I used to literally go to conferences all the time and have a full page of notes, be like all literally like taking notes, all attentive, and then go home and that book stay right there on the desk. Mm-hmm. And I even went the other day and looked at a conference that I went to in 2019 and was like, Whoo, oh my God, this is so powerful. Why didn't I implement this? Why didn't I implement this? And so when you just said, how do you find conferences? The one thing I want to answer for you is I don't look for conferences anymore. Like, right. I mean, God literally shows me exactly. what I agree. If there's something <laughs> I need to be at and need to invest in, I'm a go, but it's going to be a God thing. It ain't going to be a Christian Hopkins thing because I don't look for conferences anymore because I used to be a conference hungry person and mm-hmm. go to conferences over here thinking I was networking. And a lot of people don't even realize the proper strategy to network. So you go places, get all these different cards, don't know how these people can work with you, don't yep. know what to even bring to the table. Because just collecting you, cards. Exactly. So you're just collecting cards. And so I will say that in this season, I don't know if you're our business owner, Netta, but I don't know what you got going on. But I will tell you, definitely pray about the spaces you need to be in. And for me, I know I'm in a season where my mentor taught me something very valuable. He said, be careful how accessible you allow people to be to you. Mm. Like, I don't play about my anointing. I don't play about my access. And so it's very important for me to be careful about the access that I continue to give. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know how sometimes you show up in spaces, show up in spaces, show up in spaces, and then your worth is devalued Mm -hmm. because they're just going to always be around. So it's important to me to be like very mindful of that because I thought that, you know, by my mentor, he's a very high up man of God, you know, travels the world, but he also is very, very low key. Like you ain't going to see him about two times a year. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where I appreciate that. But I, I definitely think that, you know, we got to really focus on, especially during these times and COVID and all that, you just got to move carefully. But I would just say when it comes to conferences to really pray about the conferences that you go to and also pray before you get there. So like mm-hmm. I've been at places where I'm going into meetings and I'm praying like, God, let the people that I walk into this meeting would not waste my time. Let them have solutions. Let them have answers. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in the business to waste my time. I run Mm -hmm. a very like intense business, right? Where I'm working on multiple things every single day. Still don't know to this day how I do it all. I always be like, God, how in the world you got to do all this? But I know where God's vision is taking me. Mm -hmm. I know what he sees for my life. And I know even if people don't understand, it's not my job to explain it. And I'm okay with all that right now. You know, I used to (laughs) like let people know what I do. And it's like, no, I really don't. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like those are not my thoughts to people. But God has done so much in my life where he's elevated me to a point mentally to know that this is where I need to be this season of my life, right? So I'll just say that about the conference piece. And then also get you some God friends to go with you to places like this. Mm-hmm. You, they can hear for you. Like Ray said, we will quickly like call each other up and say exactly what we heard God say. I'm a dreamer. So God speaks to me through dreams all the time. Ray, no, I didn't call her and told her several dreams that God had told me about her, about her husband. I have dreams, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's the Tiffany's the same for me. And even this, you know, this morning, Tiffany texted me and she was like, girl, I'm just so excited about that. Da, 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 da. You know, I was in the gym and God placed them on this. And it was just like, it, it was such a genuine, like, God thing, you know? And so when you have those type of friends, you don't gotta like, look at them and be like, are they gossiping about me? Are they? Because you don't have those even, even thoughts because you mm-hmm. know that it's such a good God relationship that you have so much trust that like what they're telling you and what they're hearing because you trust the God in them. It's not even that you trust mm-hmm. them. You trust the God in the friend, right? Yeah. 
in you. I see God in you. I know that God is in you. You've told me too many things. You know what I'm saying? You have, God has, we have both all like witnessed from the last three years, like the miracles, the signs, the wonders of what Mm -hmm. we have looked at, what God has business in our personal life. And we always say on our call, like check God's track record. Because if you are talking to someone for three years and you're praying about different things and then you go back and look at the track record of what mm. God brought you through, it's like that right there alone can like bring you into a whole nother dimension and like a faith, right? It can activate a whole nother level for you. And so those constant reminders of how good God is and what he's done in your business and your personal life. It's just what I believe every person needs in their life, especially I'm in my 30s. And I feel like that this was like the time I need. My 20s, I probably was like blocking my ears, like ribbing up. Right, like, no thank you. (laughs) I strayed away for a very long time. You know what I'm saying? And God is still like, like, I want more from you. You know, he's still grabbing for me to do more with me. But I feel like during this time of my life, I'm in a place where it is very important to me and it's very critical that I have only those people around that really know who God is and really can like go to warfare. I'm not talking about just a believer, but I'm talking about you could go pray in your closet somewhere and mm-hmm. you can pray some scripture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and something that I want to share just to kind of piggyback off of what you said is stop being afraid to go to things alone and mm-hmm. stop waiting on your friends like, I cannot tell y'all how many people over the years. So we started doing a Prosper Conference back in 2018. Did the Prosper Conference again in 2019. Didn't do it in 2020, obviously, you know, because of the pandemic. Did it again in 2021 and then did it again in 2022. So we did four Prosper Conferences basically in the last like four years. And I cannot tell y'all the amount of people that would slide in my DM that would email me and they would say things like, oh, I want to come, but you know, I'm waiting (laughs) on my friend. I'm waiting on my friend. Well, now we don't have the Prosper Conference anymore. And that's not to say that I'm never having another conference again. That's not true. But now that experience that you claim you want to end on, you missed out on that because you were waiting on your friend. Stop missing out on things because you're waiting on your friend who really don't want to go. I can't Mm -hmm. tell y'all how many PR conferences I would have missed if I was waiting on my friend to go. I can't Mm -hmm. tell y'all how many pieces of my purpose I would not have tapped into if I was waiting on my friend to validate me, if I was waiting on my friend to give me permission. God is your friend. God Mm -hmm. said in the book of Deuteronomy that he goes before us. You don't have to fear nothing. He will never forsake you. Everywhere you go, you have a friend with you covering your front, your back, your side, and this side, everywhere you go. You are literally never going any place by yourself. Mm -hmm. I've even had people, even with signing up for stuff, I had launched Increase 365 at the beginning of this year. I told people that it was all about spiritual hygiene. I told people y'all going to be getting emails from me every single day. Mm -hmm. We're literally on like day 143 of Increase 365. We're almost halfway through an entire year of every single day we're tapping into what God said. Every single day we're doing challenges together. Like we not playing, like I'm even seeing a difference in myself from God using me to facilitate this. So I told people, I'm like, listen, we can rate you this increase 365, but it's not going to be open forever. And Mm -hmm. I kind of was looking at God, like, you know, why are you doing that? Like, you know how people (laughs) are like, like they got to see things a few times. 
But God said, I'm holding them accountable. Whoever's mm. not in, when this door closes, they're going to wish they was. They're going to hear about this. They're going to see where people are after this is over in between the process. And they're going to see what disobedience, the cost that disobedience right. has. Because when you don't go to something, when you don't sign up for something that God is telling you to do, it's going to cost mm. you more the next time around. First of yeah. all, God is going to charge you for being disobedient. And you can best believe the price for this year for increase 365 is not going to be the price of increase 365 for next year. So right. God told me to do this thing. Yep. And it's still people like, oh, you know, I'm waiting on my friend. My friend said that she was going to sign up. My friend said that she was going to do this. You didn't miss out on something for an entire year because you've been waiting for your friend who never wanted to join something like this anyway. Stop waiting on friends. And go by yourself so that God can introduce you and align you with new friends. So the next time you won't be waiting on a friend. So the next time you don't have to foot the whole conference bill by yourself and pay for the whole room by yourself because you got a friend that's willing and ready and able to go with you to these different events. Be open to allowing God to put new friends in your space. I literally stand on iron sharpens iron all the time. And Mm -hmm. I stand on that scripture because... I think that I get on here and I do these lives and I'm on my YouTube channel and I'm on my my Supernaturally Paid podcast, but I'm on all these different things. And I think people just feel like, oh, she's praying for people. She must always be on. Mm -hmm. I'm really not, though. Like, I cannot count on both my hands the amount of times I've hopped on those prayer calls just completely wrecked, completely just like falling apart, like, like, Doing an ugly like, cry. Listen. Just like, oh my goodness, like God, I need you to use my friends to get me together in this moment because I've fallen and I feel like I can't get back up. I need Tiffany to hold one hand yeah. and I need Kristen to hold this hand while you grab me by the back yeah. and y'all pick me back up. Like there's been so many times that I came on that prayer call and I've been like that. And some of y'all, because y'all so busy being the only friend like that in your space, everybody's pulling on you, Mm. pulling on you, calling you up, calling you up. Let's think about this again with money. If you have a certain amount of money sitting in your bank account and all you are is surrounded by friends that can only call you to borrow money, eventually your account is going to start to get low because you didn't give this person $1,000. You didn't give them $10,000. You didn't give them $500. Eventually it's going to start to add up. And guess who's going to be left without no money? You Mm. are. Let's bring this to friendship. Everybody's taking something. This one right here needs prayer for her anxiety. Everybody's taking something. This one right here needs prayer for their depression. Mm -hmm. Everybody's taking something. This one right here needs prayer for her daughter that's acting up in school. Everybody's (laughs) taking something. What do you have left after you've poured out to every single person that's just pulling on you? It's exhausting to be the prayer warrior friend. Baby, I remember at the first Prosper Conference, When Tiffany was walking around like that, like before I was in a certain place in my journey with God, she Mm -hmm. prayed for everybody. I don't even know how she was able to talk after that to this day, because even where I'm at now, going around and praying, it might have been like 50, 60 people at that first prosper conference, going around and individually praying for that many people over the course of two days. And I don't mean praying, I mean praying, praying. Like going Mm -hmm. to war for these people, interceding, (laughs) casting out demons off of these people, anointing their heads with oil. Like I'm talking about true intercession Mm -hmm. for these people and doing that by yourself. It's exhausting. 
Yeah. Imagine being the only person in your family that's called on to pray. Mm. Imagine being the only person of your friendship circle that's called on to pray. I'm telling y'all, like when you get those God friends, your life is not going to be the same. And I want to talk a little bit before we go about what this has to do with being supernaturally paid. Those God friends are important because if you're hanging around people who ain't never had no money, guess what's going to end up happening when you get some money? Not only are they going to need some money suddenly, but they're going to have you blowing money on a silliest. Oh, you got it. You Mm -hmm. can do this. You can Mm -hmm. do that. You can cover for all of us at the dinner table. You could do this. It's frustrating being the only paid friend. (laughs) Like it's frustrating. It's also frustrating trying to be supernaturally paid and you have friends around you that don't understand that on a journey to being supernaturally paid, sometimes that don't have nothing to do with money. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating having people who don't understand why God told you to spend your entire bank account to go over here and buy this building. It's frustrating being around people who don't understand when God tells you to invest in your last. They don't Mm -hmm. get it because they come from a poverty mindset. It's frustrating when you have money and you still have a poverty mindset and you're around people that feel like you can't possibly have no poverty mindset. You got all this money. Mm -hmm. It's frustrating. You have to be around God friends. You have to. I got my friends who I can get paid with. And of course, you know, they're still Christians. You know, they still believe in God. They still Mm -hmm. speak to God about their business, but it's okay to have different circles of friends. It also is okay to give your other friends grace as they come over and they graduate to being God friends. Mm -hmm. It's okay because I wasn't always able to be a God friend to somebody. Tiffany, I'm sure wasn't always able to be a God friend. Chris, I'm sure wasn't always able to be a God friend. Give your friends grace who are not where you are yet. Now that doesn't mean that I'm going to have one of my friends calling me up, talking to me crazy. Like, you're not about to be coming over my house and doing things and saying things that are not of God. Like, we're not about to do that. That's when, you know, you got to kind of let your friends know, like, lovingly, like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, you're not about yeah. to be giving me, you know, certain things as gifts because that's what you do. I don't rock like that. But right. I give my friends that grace in that time because I'm so grateful that I have friends that gave me the grace when mm-hmm. I need it. I'm so grateful that God literally forgives me 70 times that like, it's like, God, how are you out here forgiving like that? And people right. bow. <laughs> like, that just every single day is like, wow. Exactly. You be like forgiven, forgiven. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> some of y'all like, this is going to be something that you don't want to hear. But some of y'all have allowed God friends to pass you by because mm. they've done something that you didn't agree with because they've done something that you felt was foul Mm. because they've done something. You've literally let those people pass you by. You got to know who you're called to. That's Mm. important because sometimes being a God friend, you're not always meant to be on the receiving end. I need y'all to catch that. Sometimes you're not always meant to be on the receiving end. I know for a fact when we had that first prayer session in person in the hotel room here in Dallas, I was on the receiving end. I was Mm -hmm. praying for them, but I wasn't able to go in for them the way that they could go in for me. But they still felt like I was qualified to be on a monthly prayer call for them. They Mm -hmm. didn't say, well, we're going to pray and you just listen. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, when you learn how to speak in tongues, then you can pray. I was given that grace. And you got to give your friends that same amount of grace 
if God is calling you to those people, I love yeah. how at the last Prosper Conference, I believe it was Keandra that said, there are people that God has literally only tuned their ears to hear something that you got to say. And I just think that's so powerful because as friends, we can deliver it in a different way. Like I have friends that I grew up with that I know I could speak to them in a certain way. Like, yo, like God is so lit. Like you got to get with him right quick. Like (laughs) I got to give it to them in that way because that's how they're going to receive it. Or if I come to them and I say, you know, let me tell you about how God like gave me this bread. He like laced me real quick. Like they're going to understand that. I'm not going to go and talk to sister so-and-so that's wearing a church hat in that way because I know I don't got to bring it to her like that. I can talk to her about bringing the tithes to the storehouse and Mm -hmm. tell her like, can you please lay hands on me? And she's getting ready to grab her oil. Like I can talk to her like that. Yeah. You know, it's important sometimes that we allow God to use us to meet our friends where they are in that time. So I'm done. I'm going to pass it over to you, Chris, to just close it out and just give them just some advice on their journey to getting to God friends. Because I mean, I feel like from this session, like this is kind of like an overdue. I didn't realize this was an overdue like conversation that a lot of people needed. Right. I just, in my spirit, I keep hearing what I said earlier that, you know, many are called, but few are chosen. Mm. And really believe that like, the difference between that obviously is the ones that have said yes to God. Mm-hmm. Yes to their calling, yes to their assignment on this earth. And, you know, as you reflect, because I'm all about self-awareness and, you know, social learning. So yep. the biggest is self-awareness, understanding who you are, understanding why you believe what you believe, why you act the way you act, you know, and really evaluating your performances every day. I want you to ask yourself, am I called or am I chosen? I said yes to the call. And that's what will tell you if you're chosen. If you said a true yes to God, I am. God, I know that I'm called. Now I want to be chosen because I'm saying Mm. yes during the ideas, my money, you know, my desires. I'm giving it all to you so that you can literally show me the plan for my life. And I will tell you, I don't know anybody that is in my circle that's entrepreneurs that don't believe in God. I just don't. I don't think it's possible. Right. I don't know the other downs, the highs and lows, it doesn't make any sense if you don't believe in God with mm-hmm. this certain level of faith that you need entrepreneur. is a certain level of faith that you need as business. Me and Ray been in this game for what, 12 years, you know, strong. And it's like, there's no way I could have God, right? And so I would just say, you know, to really, really ask yourself, am I chosen? And then once you know you are chosen, once you say your yes, once you say your yes to the calling and your assignment, then you ask God to bring you those friends that are also chosen. And really pray on the real friendships, the real relationships that, you know, that you're building and and the intentional relationships that you're building. Because Mm -hmm. one thing to build a relationship that is fake and phony and not real and not, but it's a different type of feeling when you got something that's real, you could call on that can pray for you. And as you continue to grow, like Ray said, it's important that you really understand I'm not better than nobody else, right? Mm -hmm. I just surrender. I just decided to say, use me how you need to use me, especially when I know I'm called. And I'm very serious about my business and my work. So when I'm called, it's important for me to say, um, or when I'm chosen, it's important for me to say, place me in spaces where my anointing and my gifts are appreciated, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't have friendships in circles where your anointing and gifts are not appreciated or not realized and, and vice versa. 
like we're on calls, we always call out our gifts in each other that we don't even know we have. Natural gifts, gifts that God has deposited into us. We pray into the gifts and those are the friendships you need. So just assess your circle. When I speak, I say everybody wants these grand vision boards, right? They want these grand vision boards with a new house and a new car and a new new job. But nobody says, I want new friends. I want healthy relationships. And so ask yourself, what does my circle look like? And could I depend on my friends to pray with me? Could I to pray for me? Even if I ask, could I depend on them to hear something in the spirit for me and call me and be bold enough to tell me what they heard? That's all I have. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, friend, sister. Yes. For being here. I mean, you already know how I'm coming about you. I'm so excited about like what God has for you and everything that we just haven't even like seen yet. Like I just cannot wait, you know, to watch everything and just continue to just intercede on your behalf. And I'm just so grateful, you know, to have you be a part of my tribe and my space of just where I can go and be vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, where I don't have to always be Miss Increase 365, Miss Supernatural right. Day, Miss Prosper. Right. Miss, like, I could just be Ray and just right. be like, oh my God, I'm falling apart right now. Please help me. <laughs> like, please, please pray for me. Like, you know, I'm so, so grateful for that. And for you guys listening in, thank you so much for listening. And I'm just praying for you guys that not only would God bring the God friends that He's ordained for you, but that you would be able to receive them even though they might not necessarily live where you think that they live, or they might not necessarily be interested in the things that, you know, you think that your friends should be interested in or whatever. Like my prayer is that you would just be able to be open to receive the blessing of God friends, because it is truly, truly, truly a blessing to know that you have people that are in your group chat, that are in your DMs, that are at your conferences, that are in your house, that are praying for your marriage, whatever, people around you that are literally God friends. Make sure that y'all go and follow Kristen. If you're not already following her, her handle is at Kristen D. Hopkins on here. Click the link in her bio. Check out some of the things that she has going on. Yeah, that's all I got for you guys. So have a great rest of your day. And thank you so much for joining us. Bye, you guys. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Supernaturally Paid. Do not forget to subscribe. We don't want y'all to miss out on any amazing content that we have to offer. And also, don't forget to hit the link in the show notes so that you can get your free God Pays Me Masterclass. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.